What's going on, everybody? Wow. <laughs> it's there. This is Drew here. I want to welcome you all to a brand new episode of Phoenix Down. This is episode 20.0. We have finally made it into the 20s. We're almost legal drinking age. I thought you were going to stop at legal. Yeah, we are. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're back. We finished up the crazy... Crazy role-playing game of Dark Souls, and we said, you know what, let's do something a little bit shorter this time, because it took us three months to do Dark Souls. Three months? Yes. Jesus. Three months, and we, um, we, I, I beat it. Uh, Matt got to the final boss, and his PS3 died. Yeah. That's kind of disheartening. <laughs> I'm sure Matt will decide he's going to beat it eventually. Oh, yes. It will be beaten... As soon as I get this PS3 tomorrow. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we uh, we decided to do a... What the fuck is that? Is it me? I can't tell. Yeah, whatever. Fuck it. We're professionals here, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so we decided to do something a little bit shorter this time around. And uh, we... Um, oh, I should mention who we have on the show. Nah. Before we do that. <laughs> It's me and a bunch of yahoos. I have Matt with me. Mm-hmm. And I have Justin Testa. What's up? And you may know him from the N4G podcast occasionally. Occasionally. Yeah. Whenever I decide to show up, when I care. When he cares. Which, and even when he shows up, he doesn't care. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, we're, uh, we're back uh, and we're going to be playing a, a somewhat shorter game. And by somewhat, I, say, I mean very much because it's, it seems like this is not going to take a very long time to finish. And we're playing the Prince of Persia, the Forgotten Saints. Um, it's... Okay, that's starting to get annoying. <laughs> what is that? It must be something on my side, because I don't hear anything. You, you got like... It's like... <laughs> I don't hear it when you talk, Justin, only when Drew does. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> well, then I guess it's not me. I don't know. I don't know. All right, well, anyway. Uh, so this game was developed by <laughs> Ubisoft Montreal. Uh, the game that we're, the, the, the version that we're playing. It was released originally in 2010, I believe. Let me look here. Yes, yeah. May 18th, 2010. Uh, during the release of the Prince of Persia movie that came out. Uh, I think it was created by Disney. And for some reason, I had it in my mind that this was going to be a movie tie-in game. Yeah, I thought so too, because the cover of the game looks so much like the movie poster also. Yeah. I can't, but it, what's the name of the movie itself? Does anybody know? Uh, just Sands of Time, I think. Was it just called Prince of Persia Sands of Time? Yeah. yeah, I think so. That sounds about accurate, right? I suppose. I don't know. Prince, oh, I gotta know now. Captain Google. Yep. <laughs> Prince of Persia: The Sands of Time, starring Jake Gyllenhaal and Ben Kingsley. That dude will be in anything. Uh, so yeah, I, I thought it was a movie tie-in. I uh, didn't really pay much attention to it, which I've always liked the Prince of Persia games. You know, the uh, I was a big fan of um. The, the the Sands of Time, the first game, uh, and uh, pretty much the, the the whole trilogy, the original trilogy that they came out with, uh, and of course they had the 2009 Prince of Persia, which um, the cel the cel shaded one. Yeah, I played the hell out of that. Never beat it. I enjoyed it though. Yeah, that, that yeah, was, that's the only one I've put time into. Yeah, that was that was a great game, um, but this one's more traditional with the original trilogy. And the reason why is because this is actually takes place in that continuity. It takes place after the Sands of Time, which is the first game, and before uh, the uh, the Warrior Within, which is the second game. I didn't know that. Um, but it's basically, uh, there, there's a seven-year gap in between the first game and the second game. And you notice that if you play the first game... There's a uh, hey Justin, do me a favor. Yeah. Just real quick, would you mute your mic for like twenty seconds? Sure. All right. But um, there's a, a seven year gap between the first game 
and the second game. And what you'll notice is in the first game, the prince was more, I guess, innocent. I wouldn't say innocent, but like, you know, it was more kind of comical, more kid friendly. I put it that way. More adventure and less brooding. Yeah. And then the warrior within came along and now he's slashing dudes up and there's blood everywhere. And, you know, he's a hardened killer kind of thing. Um, and so this basically is going to set up how he went from innocent prince to killer prince. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Justin, you can unmute now if you want to. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. I think, I, th- I think it is on your end, though. I figured it would be. I just can't hear anything, so yeah. I apologize for whatever it is. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Uh, the listeners will just have to deal with it. And is it bad? I mean, it's for, yeah. It's like whenever it's I talk, bad, yeah, yeah. It's like whenever I talk, it's like. Why does it only happen when you talk? I don't know. Somebody else talked for a while. All right, so Justin, yeah, tell me your history with the Prince of Persia series. Go. Um. Well, I don't have a whole hell of a lot. Uh, I do remember playing the first one, but I don't remember a lot about it. It's been a few years, so I know I didn't beat it. I don't think. But uh, I did enjoy it with the platforming because I, 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 I think I think this is like the first really platforming heavy game that I actually enjoyed and played uh, for a long time. If that makes any sense. Okay. So I mean, and then I I don't remember this one, and I don't remember the second or third one. I'm sure I played some, but I'm sure. Uh, I, I, I'm sure I don't. I don't remember it because it didn't really hold my attention span okay. for very long. Because it's the same kind of deal over and over and over again. So I don't remember the other, you know, th- two or three. But then I got back into it with the cell shaded one, and I really enjoyed that one and put a lot of time into that, but not beating it. But right. Uh, but I did really enjoy that one. And um, playing this one, I think, like I said before. Uh, I know why I don't remember the other ones. <laughs> oh, that's not nice. Well, it's not mean. It's not mean either, but yeah. I know what you mean. Um there's not much there's not much to this game. Not at all. Um Matt, how about you? I know you said you played is 2009 Prince of Persia pretty much the only one you're familiar with at all? Yeah, I would say that probably the first prince of persia game is my most owned game oh the sands of time yeah i think i own three different versions of it and i have never played more than the first 10 minutes of it wow (laughs) nice um but and i've never played any of the second or third one except that i've watched a lot of it because i had a roommate who would consider himself a gamer and probably only played two or three different series up until the 360 came out okay and he was madly in love with Prince of Persia. Okay. He played each of the first three games probably five to ten times each. Okay. And barely would ever play another game. So I've watched him play quite a bit of various parts of these games, but I never played any myself until the 2008 or 2009 one. Okay. Um, I've played them all. Um, I've always I, – I absolutely love the 2009 Prince of Persia, the one with um, Norland North voicing the prince. It felt too much like Okami to me, the whole rejuvenating the land thing. So <laughs> while I liked the game, it felt weird to me. I um, well, they it was a different interpretation. You know, it had nothing to do with the trilogy that came out, and um, you know, I I don't know what it was. I think it was the voice acting was well done. I thought that uh, the the look of the game looked fantastic, uh, and I thought it had an amazing soundtrack. It really did. Um. But uh, the trilogy, I always – it was one of those games where it was like, yeah, that trilogy was okay, you know? It was a good one-time playthrough kind of deal. You know, I, I never would imagine me playing, oh, man, I got to play Prince of Persia, you know, again or something like that. But it was one of those where I was like, eh, you know, play one of these a year just to continue that story because the story was kind of cool kind of deal. Um, the first one, what I really liked was the fact that um, it was all – basically narrated by the prince himself. So like if you died or something like that, it, 
he, he, you know, he'd come back saying, oh, no, 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 that's not how it happened. You know, and you, you could reverse time and stuff like that. Uh, the time mechanic's always been in the trilogy ones. Um, but the, the, the biggest thing that stands out to me and what I was talking to Justin with, about before the podcast or before the failed podcast that we were going to do last week um, was uh, what I remember the most of, of the entire trilogy was the fact that the warrior within used Godsmack's I Stand Alone for their theme song. And basically what it was was that um, <laughs> whenever you got chased by the big shadow thing, I think it was called the Dahaka. I can't remember how. I, I may be butchering that name. But every time it would you get chased by it, it would play I Stand Alone, an instrumental version of it. And so, you know, you'd be walking around platforming, and all of a sudden you'd hear that song, and you're like, oh, fuck, it's time to run. <laughs> so it, it's, it was <laughs> – that's really the the thing that, that I remembered the most about it. And I remember the final boss of Warrior Within was – a God, that was a hard boss. It was so annoying. Um, but, yeah. So Prince of Persia, Forgotten Sands. Um yeah, it takes place in between two of the games. I did not realize that, but um, it starts off with um, with the prince basically traveling to his brother's land, his brother's kingdom. He's he's been um, issued by his father, who is a king, to go to his brother's dominion. I don't know what it is. And when he arrives. Uh, it's under siege by their enemies. And so, um, Justin, could you mute your mic real quick? God damn it. It's just, it's, it just keeps popping. <laughs> I'll, I, we, you can, if you want to say something, just pop in. Oh yeah, that's fine. But, um, <laughs> I want to say something. Okay. Right. Uh, no, I'm just, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna try something. So while you guys talking, I'm going to go off and try to fix this problem. Cause I think I know what it is. Okay. So, yeah. All right. So, yeah, um, uh, he runs into, I, I don't know where this takes place. Persia. Sure. I don't care. Um, Persia. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, he's he's arrived at this, his brother's land. It's under siege. And that's where the game begins. He's, you know, he's trying to make it to his brother um, to and stop this war that's happening. And uh, his brother, uh, God, can some Malik? Malik, yeah, or Malik, Malik. Yeah, I think it's Malik. Um, he uh, he's basically retreating to the throne room, or not the throne room, but the treasure room. Um, because uh, they have a special treasure there um, that can possibly help fight back his enemies, and um. I'm a fan of ancient relics. Yeah, it's uh, it's never good though. And um, they finally make it. And you're playing this, you know. It's it's a lot of platforming and stuff like that. So if anybody who is familiar with the Prince of Persia series, there's this is this was my first introduction to parkour. <laughs> um, and I think that the Assassin's Creed series takes a lot from the Prince of Persia series in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um and it's I've heard people say that this series now kind of feels a little bit weak in that respect because of how much deeper and broader the maneuverability aspects and the parkour aspects are in Assassin's Creed compared to Prince of Persia. Well, but but I mean the the trilogy was so far before Assassin's Creed anyway that I don't know if that's fair. Well, it's true, but I think they're two different types of games in and of itself because you know Assassin's Creed is more of an open world game, which it is an open world game, but I mean it's more of a open go wherever you want to kind of deal. While Prince of Persia is pretty much just a level game. You know, you're gonna this is your level. You're going to try to find out how to get from point A to point B and you're going to do a bunch of wall running and jumping and climbing to get to point B. See, that's what I was expecting, but I don't think anywhere in this game I've had to figure out how to get anywhere. Well, I mean there has not been one part in this game yet where there's any confusion as to exactly 
where you need to go, really. Uh, the camera does a good job of pointing you in the right direction and keeping you that way. Yeah, it does. Um, it's 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 it. I'm trying to imagine how to, how to put this best. It's it's kind of like a guided tour, but you don't necessarily have to take that path. Uh, and they try to throw that off by having you go to get the sarcophaguses. Sarco- how, how do you say that? Sarcophagus. Yeah, but how do you say two of them? I? Sorry, sarcophagi. Sarcophagi? Sarcophagi? <laughs> oh, no. Where a is, you're trying to, you know, you kind of deviate from the the path that they want you to take. Fucking email. <laughs> um, but, uh... Thanks, DirecTV. Uh, but yeah, it's, it, it, to me, it feels more like a level game. So you're you're in this area, and you are going to have to get from one point to another point. And you're going to have to do some jumping and stuff like that. And yeah, it may be a little simplistic as far as it's going to show you where to go. And I, I will have to say this, from what I have played of this game, the... This is a more simplistic version compared to the original PlayStation 2 ones. I say it seemed a lot more, I don't know, I, I, bad English. It seemed easier than the ones I played previously. It is. Uh, and the only thing that's really throwing me off sometimes is the as you progress through, they throw in traps that you have to time. Otherwise, you're going to get knocked down. Uh, those were all in the other games, too. Right. But I don't know if I haven't had a, any kind of issues timing this down. I may have to try to maybe once, maybe twice to do over again. But the timing seems just easier, too. I don't know. Maybe it's how, you know, experience. But I doubt it because I suck at everything I play. So, <laughs> uh, so, I mean, I don't know. It just seems the combat just seems. Uh, the combat just, is a fucking breeze in this game. <laughs> Yeah, and it's, I don't know, I'm not, ugh. it has, I mean, you figured with a sword, alright, he could, you know, at least try to block an attack, because, you know, he's got a sword, you can, you know, block attacks with swords, I've right. seen it done in movies, <laughs> so he doesn't have that, and that's the biggest issue for me, is, you know, when you're fighting, you're fighting a ton of these enemies at once, too, Yeah. Every time. There's not just one, two, or three on the screen. There's ten, fifteen, maybe. That's a that's a big change from the original trilogy, too. I don't think the prince was ever surrounded a la Batman. Right. And, you know, he'd take on maybe three guys at a time, and, and when you did that, it was kind of a... Not necessarily a big deal, but it, you know, it took a minute to do. Yeah. But not this time. No. I mean, they give you... I mean, to... to <laughs> To its defense of not having, well, a defense button, the enemies kind of wind up, and you have plenty, uh, like Batman. Yeah. Like, they, they pull their swords back, and they just sit there, and you're like, oh, shit, he's going to attack. I'm going to either attack him, which will counter and make him not attack, or just roll out of the way. Yeah. But when you're surrounded, when you allow, if you allow yourself to get surrounded, it's, well, no, you can bowl over people by rolling, so, eh, I guess there's really no need for it defend button <laughs> you also have a kick button that can knock a lot of guys down too right well that kick i just use for the guys with shields well though uh, there's a couple of things if you do a jump next to a guy and then attack he does like a special jump on their shoulders then flip around them and then slash them kind of like an instant kill yeah and i've been using that a lot <laughs> have you guys uh, been using a like the, I guess you would call it environmental kills. Oh, like um, like he, like if you're close against the wall and you stab someone, he'll throw him uh, like and hit the attack button. He'll throw him against the wall, stab him in the gut, and then ugh, dead. I've seen a few of those. I haven't actually just went out of my way to do them though. Oh no, yeah, I, I wouldn't say I'm using them, but they happen. Right. Okay. I I should have put it better that way because I don't go like you guys. I don't go out of my way, but it's just you know. Oh, okay. It kind of adds a little variety, I suppose. Yeah. Because I'm just hitting there, you know, hitting the, what is it, the the attack button, keep, you know, roll button attack, you know, all that. So I don't, you know, it's simplistic. It's very fucking simple. Yeah. <laughs> so. It kind of blows my mind the fact that they, they, they use the upgrade system basically just for the combat when the combat is already easy enough. And, you know, I was going to say something about that because, um, I mean, this is at its heart. 
platformer. Right. I mean, and there's really no platform upgrades. It's just basic, you know, you get four different attacks and then health, um, you know, level up your health and level up your, uh, what do they call it? Um, the, you know, the stuff that allows you to use your the, special... The stuff. magic abilities, basically. Yeah. So, I don't know. I kind of figured maybe they would, you know, have something like, oh, run against laws, uh, walls longer or some shit like that. I don't know, but... yeah. The, the the thing that gets me the most, and the thing that has confused me to to now, is that I unlocked an ability called Whirlwind. It's a magic ability where you basically press down on the D pad, and he basically slams his fist into the ground, and the enemies around him kind of just get knocked back. <laughs> Why the fuck would you call that a whirlwind? Well, what would you call it? I would call it probably ground pound or something like that, or earthquake. Because these are all elemental powers too. But the thing is, there is no whirlwind. I was expecting a tornado to fly across the screen. Well, you're right, and earthquake probably would have been a better thing because I mean that's elemental. So I, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Ask Montreal, Ubisoft. I don't know, fuck. I guess I'll have to because that that was just so confusing. I was like, <laughs> where the where the fuck's the whirlwind? I was like, fuck it, I'm just spamming this because it just knocks dudes out. <laughs> I, just, I just wait for them to surround me. Yeah, come on, get close. Bam! Well, that fight's over with. <laughs> See, I never used those powers all that much. Oh, I spam the shit out of them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I haven't yet because it's already uh, uh, at the extent of my dexterity to play this thing on a PC where I'm trying to hit numbers and WASD and then shift and control. Uh, oh, God. I, you need, I need you to get a control. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, um... Oh, man, I couldn't imagine playing this game. Yeah. On That's a right. mouse and keyboard. It, it makes me imagine that the rest of this game is going to be kind of difficult. Not anything to do with the combat, but the platforming. Because I, I found that so far, I mean, the first two hours of the game, there, there's, I mean, there's absolutely no question about how to do anything, and it's fairly forgiving in your button presses and in your aiming when you jump off of a ledge. Yeah. Um, but later on in the game, when you start mixing in these different abilities and having to manipulate things while you're mid-jump, I think some of that's going to be tough to do on the keyboard. Yeah. Yeah, I've already had to do a few of those. Um, so far, that's hands down the best part of the game. So it, the game's getting better from what I've played, I think. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. You know, I'm sure as we go through the levels we play, we'll get into it. But the power you earn uh, when we hit our stopping point or a little bit before a stopping point, I fucking love it. Yeah, that's that's pretty awesome. Yeah, so I can't wait to talk about that. Uh, so yeah, uh, going more into the story, um, the prince, which we never learn what the prince's name is, do we? It's Prince. Prince. Okay. Um, he he meets up with his brother Malik. Is that uh, his brother? Because they didn't really say that was his brother. Yeah, that's his brother. Okay. Yeah, definitely his brother. Alright. He was, you know, he was sent by his father to go help his brother. Alright, because I just figured they would, you know, say brother a lot, and they don't really say brother. I just thought it was like a distant cousin. No, they do. Okay. They say brother a few times. Really? Yeah. How the fuck did I miss that? Okay, anyway, sorry, go ahead. I wish they'd say it like Desmond does on Lost. Brother. <laughs> <laughs> but um so yeah um onto the plot a little bit they meet up with each other uh they're in the the treasure room and they're at this large gate looking area um and Malik uses this um medallion to open this gate all the while the prince is like don't do this shit he, he's like it's basically a gate that opens up the it releases King Solomon's army, um, which is exactly why he's doing it. Yes, he says we could use this army to kill our enemies. Problem solved. We'll call it a day. Um, so after that, he releases it. Kind of find out it's a bad thing. Uh, these sand creatures. These it's it's. It's bad. <laughs> it takes over everything. Um, and then it, it turns anybody who 
uh, is around into frozen sand. I don't think it kills them because the prince has, has mentioned a couple of times that I hope they don't remember this when they wake up. Yeah. So, um, but the thing is, is that when he uses the medallion to open the gate, it breaks into two pieces. Um, and Malik takes one and the prince takes another piece of it. What they don't realize is, is that the medallions is what is helping them not turn into the sand, frozen sand statues. Uh, it's some kind of, they have some kind of protection. So, um, at that point, they're running. You need to need to get the fuck out because there's these sand skeleton things that keep coming up out of the floor that are trying to attack everybody. So Malik and the prince flee. Uh, and well, uh, that, uh, well, I mean, they got separated. They're on uh, different sides. Cause yeah. They, uh, whatever fell down, and so they're they're away from each other. So. Yeah. So um, the prince has to figure out another way to to get to him. Well, and don't forget the big fucking demon that came out too. Well, we'll get to that in a minute. Oh, that that happened during that scene, though. Did it happen during that scene? Yeah. I thought we didn't see the demon until after we got the first we power. Didn't see his true, like his whole form. We okay. saw him rise up in that cutscene. Yeah. Okay. Well, we we released this gigantic demon. It's bad. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he's 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 gonna take over the friggin' world if we don't stop him. And he's starting with uh, Malik's kingdom. So um, at this point, we're separated from Malik. We have to figure out a way to get back to him, and uh, on our way to find a new way to get to him, we find this portal that takes us to this other world. This this kind of like floaty sky world kind of deal. And when we go there, uh, we run into um, this uh, woman named Razia. Um, she is... Well, you, you don't run into her. Yeah, well, she shows oh, up. No. She's in a, a fucking, what is it? Fountain. Fountain, yeah. And, you you know, she comes out of the fountain. So. Yeah. She comes out of the fountain and, well, she tells the prince, hey, guess what? The shit won't end until you reunite the two pieces of the medallion together. And that's paraphrasing. Yeah. <laughs> she says a lot of other stuff, too. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and come to fact, she tells is, you that it's not Solomon's army that he commanded. Yeah. It's the army that killed, that defeated King Solomon. Oops. Wish, wish I had that information an hour ago. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good idea. So um, she has tasked the prince with closing the gate, sealing it back up, and uh, just saving the world, man. We gotta save the world. But how? But how? We do that. We do that. Hours. You can't defeat this thing. Yeah, we can't do this. So we're gonna have. Luckily, she has a special. She has a bunch of powers because she is what they call a jinn. And if anybody's ever seen Aladdin, a jinn is basically a genie that can grant multiple wishes, not just three. Oh, snap. Yeah. And she gives the prince some of her power. And the first one being, yeah, we see her multiple times. The first one being the ability to rewind time. And even the prince says this is like the dagger of time, which always from the first game. Mm -hmm. So now he has the ability to rewind time, which I haven't really found too many reasons to rewind time. See, the thing is in the trilogy, the original trilogy, they had unique reasons for you to rewind time. In this one, it's basically an oh shit button. Right, and they when they first tell you how to use it, uh, it's one of those where you're just running, and then the fucking um, catwalk or whatever you're running on falls out from underneath you, and that's exactly right. You're like, oh shit, hit that R1 button or whatever it is, and that's the only reason why I've been using it, because they throw in a couple of those throughout too, and it's more annoying than anything. Yeah. 
So, it's, I mean, if you look carefully at the wall, you'll see that there's the, uh, uh, like the, uh, I don't know, it's a different color, like the white. If you see the white on the walls, that's where you can run across. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. If yeah, you, it was, if it you was look, worn down. Right, and you, you can see that on the wall. But who's looking for that shit? So I hate when they just surprisingly drop the floor out from underneath you. That's the only real time I've used the rewind. So I have a feeling that's the only real reason why we're going to have the rewind. Yeah. Yeah. Aside but, from maybe like one or two puzzles. So I don't, you think they'll be used with puzzles or just by trial and error puzzle, you know, like timing. Uh maybe a little bit of both. I th- if I remember correctly, I want to say the two thrones used it a good amount which was the last game in the trilogy like they would use it for you know you rewind time and something moves so you can now jump on it i I can't fucking remember it's been such a long time but i i remember that they used it more than just a retry button okay um which would have been cool because i mean that's a good way to use it yeah uh, so, but I think what's going to take over that is the powers, the other powers that we're going to get from the Jin. Um, so basically, after we get this revelation, now we're like, okay, we need to find his brother so we can reunite the medallion. Sounds easy enough. They see each other a lot. The only difference is, is that his brother Malik. It's like, I don't want to throw you my piece of the medallion. We need to be together to do this because we may get overwhelmed. Dude, it only takes two seconds to put that fucking thing together. Well, did you did you say why they need to put it together? I don't remember. I don't... They, they had to put it together so they can seal the right. army. I didn't know if you said that. If you did, I don't know how I missed it. Yeah. God, I must be just... Okay, sorry. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah. We have to, and there's multiple times where, and even the prince mentions it. He's like, hey, dude, you're up on this balcony. I'm down here. We're 10 feet away. Throw the fucking medallion to me. I'll put it together. We can go home and have dinner. But what kind of game would that make, Drew? It would make a very short game. Right. (laughs) And I think this game is short enough as it is. (laughs) So, uh... Malik, but they do explain some of that a little bit later on. Um, I, I, I kind of, and everyone, I'm sure, gets the feeling of where this is going to go. Yeah. <laughs> so um, the the next thing that we realize is that when we get the medallion, we start earning experience points. When we kill a guy, a little orb comes into us, and congratulations, you've earned an experience point. And then you can upgrade abilities and learn new abilities in this kind of like skill tree that they have. One one for magic points and one for hit points. So, um, yeah. Uh, now we do some platforming. Surprise. We do a lot of platforming. Yeah, it, yeah I kind of thought this game was going to be hard to talk about because there's nothing really to talk about in the actual platforming sections. Yeah. The only thing we really can talk about is, hey, we got a new power, and this is what it does. And then we did more platforming. And then we did more platforming. Then we did another cutscene with the Prince and Malik. And then we killed about 50 enemies. And then we did some more platforming. And then we upgraded to a new power. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, unfortunately, that's pretty much what it is. But I, to me, when they first started talking about, oh, I gotta unleash this army, and oh, shit, the army's bad, and Oh, we're screwed. You know, I was thinking this is this could be a pretty cool payoff. You know, basically. Yeah. And uh, what I like about it was, I was thinking this is going to be some kind of big epic where, oh, you start off in this this castle, but then you're going to go somewhere else, and then you're going to go. No, it's all just condensed in this one castle. Yeah, I was under that same mentality. I'm like, okay, we're going to start here and then move on. Nope, nope. It's all in the castle. Yeah. So I, I do like how this is probably – the game probably takes place in the span of like a four or five hour time period of basically – okay, it, it 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 could very well be about the length of the game itself, you know? Right. So I, I think uh, that's kind of cool. It's hard to do a game like that, I think. Um, 
in recent memory. I don't know if anybody's seen it. Uh, I'll bring it up because it kind of reminds me of it. Anybody seen Dread? Yeah. Um, I watched it with a friend who had already seen it before. And when they entered the 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 basically the big apartment complex, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Is the entire movie going to take place in this apartment complex?" He's like, "Yeah." I was like, "Okay, that's kind of cool." I was like, yeah, "All right, you no, know, it's basically this is the situation. We're not going to leave this situation." And when the situation is done, the movie ends. Well, it's the same way with The Prince of Persia, I guess. Granted, we're only about three or four hours in, probably three. That's about halfway from the looks of things. Yeah, I'd say we're a little bit less than halfway through the game right now, which we we can continue a little bit more. Um, After a good amount of platforming and after a good amount of combat, we finally run into some cutscenes where Malik... And the prince are finally like, dude, let's do this shit right now. And then Malik's like, I'm getting powerful, man. I'm killing things. These yellow orbs are coming into my body. I'm getting stronger. The fuck are you doing with your life? (laughs) If only he said those exact words. (laughs) It would have been so fucking hilarious. And so, and I have to say, Malik has like the coolest fucking armor in the world. It's like made out of pure gold. It looks like he's wearing like football shoulder pads, and he has like this mask that looks like something from Army of Two. Yeah, and it's pure yeah. gold. So, um, and so <laughs> he is obviously becoming power hungry from the experience point orbs. And so, um, the next time we go into the Sky World. Where the Jin is, where uh, Razia is, um, we start talking about that. Well, he's probably being succumbed to the power of the the army, and uh, he is growing stronger, but he is also becoming addicted to it. And so, we're gonna have to forcefully take this fucking medallion away from him. I like how he calls her out there and says, "Why didn't you give me this information earlier?" <laughs> <laughs> Yes, that's like, yeah, I thought you'd be better than you are and you'd be done already. Oh, well, sorry. She is she is rather snide. Yeah. It just uh, comes off as like, you know, here, do this. Get out of my face. And also, I'm only at the halfway point, but wouldn't it be easier if she just gave me all the powers up front? You know, that would be helpful. But again, maybe she's like, I gave you one of my powers. Why haven't you beat this game yet? Yeah. (laughs) She's expecting you to, you know, she expected you to, you know, succeed the first time when she gave you the power to rewind time or whatever. And then she's like, fuck, man, you suck. Clearly, I'm barely competent, Razia. Just give me everything I need. Right. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So she sees that we need more help. So she gives us this new ability. Uh, And this new ability is the ability to solidify water it's like it's almost like time slows down but it's not yeah because the arrows and stuff around don't slow down at all yeah everything else is still moving in real time but water slows down to the point where you can grab a hold of it and there's nothing to do with heat and cold right you're not actually freezing the water no but it, it has that effect, basically. Yeah, it's basically like you've turned water into an icicle, and now you can grab a hold of it. And what we basically use water for is to create uh, poles to um, sw- swing on and jump to other poles and uh, to create platforms, walls, and pillars that we can use to springboard on top of or jump on. And there is a meter that drains slowly. Yes, there is a meter that drains slowly. And as you progress, or as we progress through the levels, you had to smartly use that. Yeah. Which was I thought was really cool. That added some new gameplay, and that actually I enjoyed. Because, yeah. I mean, up until then, it's just like, oh, fuck, more, more wall running, more traps to dodge. Ugh. Add something new, and then it added this, and like, okay, I can get with this now. Yeah. Also, who the fuck designed this fucking castle? Uh, it's like the castle's traps have it in mind that there's going to be this parkour expert running on our walls. 
Let's put some flying blades here. <laughs> just in case. Why would you do that? <laughs> Why would you have blades on the side of walls Maybe where Persian nobody enemies. can even walk around them? Well, we don't know that. Maybe Persian enemies were, you know, all about wall running and jumping and shit. Okay, maybe they were. Yeah. I wouldn't I mean, give the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> but it's, you know, I mean, it's, <laughs> this is a very gamey game. It, it just feels, you know, I'm playing a video game. We're not here for, you know, we're not here for the most groundbreaking story. We're not here for the best combat in the world. I, I don't know. Why are we here? That's a good question. I really, whatever. I mean, it's one of those games where I'm like, I'm not even really thinking when I'm playing it. The only time I'm really thinking is whenever I'm like trying to figure out these platform puzzles. And even then, it's not even that hard. You're like, okay, I got this. Yeah, Yeah, I don't think there's any thinking there, although it's starting to get to the point where it's... It's going to start. Execution is a little difficult, but the thinking part is not there at all. Well, the, I, there was only one time I had to actually use the fact to get through one of these puzzles. Okay. It's the um, where you had to unlock, you had to move the gears to un, uh, unlock the gate so it can close or whatever, and you had those <laughs> different fucking levers that you had to rotate. And I'm like, what the fuck? I tried it a couple times. I'm like, I don't care. I don't get this shit. So I figured I, it out, but it took me like 15 minutes. And at the yeah. end of it, I was like, thank the fuck Christ. This is just that was just so fucking annoying. Yeah, I was like, "What am I doing wrong? Why is that gear not going where it needs to go? It's it looks like it's supposed to work right there." Yeah, you know. Yeah. So that was God. That was annoying. But yeah, I, I finished that. Thank God. And um, but they they like like we mentioned and how how we've hinted a little bit is that they're starting to make the player think a little bit with this new ability of being able to solidify water and it was toward the end of the last little area that toward the end of the prison where we were where not only do you have to for the most part i was just holding the l2 button and then jumping you know jump just hold down that button all right go to the water go over water all right now i'm back on a solid platform let go of the button but there was two instances at the end of this level where not only did you have to hold the button and run on water, but then you had to let go of it in order to pass through water. Yeah. And so it was it was very interesting how they did that because I was like, okay, how the fuck am I supposed to do this? And I was thinking, do I have to run up this water? No, I have to stop solidifying the water so I can jump through it. Oh, there was a couple times too before that where you had to – not hold down the uh, that power, run up the wall while you're in jump, hold on to it to freeze the water, and then, you know, go through those poles you swing on, and then do it again at the end of the uh, of your uh, journey yeah. <laughs> across the across the room. So it kind of, like you said, it makes you, it, it, the game's trying to make, as you guys both stated, it, it makes you think a little bit more about, okay, how am I going to get from A to B? Yeah. As opposed Which is to weird just, because it makes it like a two-hour tutorial in this game before you get that water power. Yeah. yeah. And if it's not that long of a game, like the whole beginning section seems pointless. Yeah. yeah. It's, I mean, yeah. it takes you, what, five minutes to get used to the limited controls that you have to begin with? Yeah. yeah. You use them for an hour and a half. Yep. Really, the only buttons that you need in this game, is, as far as the PlayStation, I'm playing on the PlayStation 3, is the X button to jump. The R2 button to run up a wall, or, yeah, run up a wall, and then the L2 button so far to freeze water. Well, the square button to attack. Well, yeah, but, I mean, come on. That's, <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, it, it, I mean, every, it's, I mean yeah, what are you yeah, going to do? This is true. I mean, it, but it's like everybody knows. When you're playing a video game and you're playing on the PS3 and there's an attack button, what button do you normally smash? I don't know, this is the first time I played my PS3 in like 17 years. Well, there's <laughs> something wrong with you. <laughs> oh, you know how I be, Drew. You know uh, how I be. Yeah, you fucking fanboy. <laughs> <laughs> X-Bot over there, but... I'll, I'll tell you, the, <laughs> the most trouble I've had, and this is just purely because I'm, I don't like using the back buttons on either controller, when it has you hit an R2, and I got used to it, 
uh, at first because you know that's the only button you used in on um, um, in regards to the those shoulder buttons was the R2. So I got used to doing that, and I put my index finger on the R2 button to run up walls. When they introduced the uh, the rewind power, I'm like, okay, great, and that's R1. So I use you know I have both fingers on now. My index finger is now the R1, and the middle finger is R2. So whenever I want to run up a wall recently, I hit I for some reason because I guess it's you know instinct or memory or yeah. instinct or something. I hit R one. I'm like, oh fuck! I just rewound time yeah. for no fucking reason. So I, I've learned to not really use that power anyway. So I'm keeping my finger back on the R two so I can properly run up run up walls and not do stupid shit. So yeah, but that's that's pretty much where we left off. There's not really much to talk about the levels because I mean. Essentially, yeah. you're just seeing the fucking top of them because you're running across, uh, you know, on the walls and shit. And yeah. So, I mean, the level design, I don't – I'm sure they, they – I don't know. There's a few differences. I mean, there was a uh, – what was it? Bath area? The whatever. bath. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's where I left off. I think I went through that. I'm not sure. I don't remember. But it's just not a lot to talk about outside. Just I mean, it's your typical platform. I mean, if you played Prince of Persia before, it's the same. Yeah, you run across walls. You have to time some shit. Sometimes you got to do different. You know, it's just yeah. <laughs> See, I was kind of excited about that in, in concept because having not played the first three games, I'm like, all right, this is kind of like playing the first one. But after ten years of optimization and with high def graphics and all you know all the all the advancements that have been made but <sighs> i don't know that this is actually 10 years better than the first one even if it builds off of the first one yeah i agree i mean i really really like the first one this is basically by the books yeah, but it just seems too by the books. There's nothing there to really set it apart from anything. The story's kind of eh. We all know where it's probably going to go, unless they throw a curveball. But uh, it's just uh. – it, now I'm just going through motions until they add a new power, which I'm sure they will. Yeah. Uh, or maybe they won't. I don't know. But it's just well, going through motions. It's, when, you st- when, you, when you're on the ground, you know what's going to happen. You're going to fucking fight 19,000 enemies. And then you're going to do some platforming when you're done. Yep. So, I mean, that's it. There's no variety at all. I mean, they add variety to enemies. Like, there's one we encountered where they he constantly spawns enemies. Yeah. Uh, at that, I think it was the bath, there was four of them, and I didn't realize that. And so there was a fuck ton of enemies. <laughs> oh, wow. And shit. So, but even then, it's not hard. You, you get in a couple good swings... You back, you, you know, you roll away or roll through them. You hold the square button or the attack button to do a power swing, and you fucking wipe out half of them. And you're like, okay, well, that was easy. It's just there's nothing hard about this game. Yeah, yeah, Even- that's true. Although I'll, I'll say I did play a little bit past here. I made it to the observatory. Okay. Um, and some of that platforming is getting intense when you have to go from like solid water, then leap off, let go of the button to make it liquid water, get through a sheet of water, and then land back on solid water again. Oh, Jesus. It's, it's getting intense, man. It's getting pretty fun. But I would say only in the last half an hour, so maybe right around the time where we stopped, is where it's just starting to get good, I think. Okay. Now, by good, do you mean actually good, or by, like, oh shit, this fucking shit's getting annoying now, because I have to keep constantly changing the environment? <sighs> Well, I would say in this game, that's probably as close to good as it's going to get. Yeah. Like, basically, I was, like, leaning back on the couch playing a lot of this. And then when I got to the, some of those parts, I, like, I actually sat up. I'm like, oh, what do we have here? This is getting intense. I don't know what to do here. And then I'm like, oh, I can't. Because I, I, like you, Drew, I thought I had to run up the sheet of water. Yeah. Because I, I was going from one of the little water pipes, and then there was a sheet of water in my way. I'm like, well, what's, there's nothing for me to jump back off onto. And then I'm like, oh crap! I need to go through this. So I did that once, and then I'm like, there's nothing. There's still nothing to jump onto. And where they, where they, some of the areas similar to that, where they change up the timing, where there's only one spout that you have to hold onto and swing, and then leap off of that, and then hope that the next spout comes before you reach it, just so you barely have enough time to freeze it. Like it's starting to get pretty, pretty intense. Uh, I, I ran into one of the. I know there was a couple of those before we 
were supposed to, you know, when we're supposed to stop playing. But there was one of those where they first introduced it was with a hidden sarcophagus. Yeah. And, yeah, um, that tiny little detour. Yeah. yeah. And I couldn't get the timing right. And I'm like, nope, I'm done. I don't care about this. I just want to get through this game. Because the timing, no matter what I did, I just couldn't get the timing down. Because when you slow down that, I mean, how are you supposed to keep track, you know? Or are you supposed I mean, to? You, I think you essentially stop it, right? Yeah. I don't think, I don't think you even slow it down oh, when thought, you're in that. Oh. I don't, I don't know. I, I never stopped it close enough to the end where the water spout switched while I was still in frozen time. No, I just, I mean, if there's more of that shit, then that's going to annoy me. I'll tell you that. I don't, I mean, I know timing is key for a lot of this stuff, but I think there's going to be a lot more of that. I mean, I don't know. I haven't played much past where, where we are now, but I I imagine that that's going to be a large part of this game. I have a feeling too. Yay. Because what else can they do other than make the timing more complicated? Right. Well, and it, I mean, I, I know we're going to get some more powers, I'm sure. Three more powers or one more power. Probably two. Two? <laughs> I'd guess two. More I'm powers. trying to think. It'd have to be one because the only button not used is R or L1 now. That's true. Yeah, maybe just that. Huh. Oh, well. So, maybe, maybe we're close to the end and we don't even fucking know it. <laughs> I, from looking at the fact, man, I think... Uh, from looking at the fact, it looks like if I play four more hours, I'm done with this game. Right, and, and if four hours, because I mean, I, I think when you left off with the with the prison or whatever, that's about halfway down the the page of the fact. So yeah, uh, it's we're close, and I do like there's no separation. It's one continuous. When you enter a new area, it says you know prison or whatever. I like how there's no load time. Yeah, it's just one continuous thing. So it's like like you said earlier, it's just you know it's. You're, it's four hour real game time, you know. Yeah. Like, so I like that. I really do like that. Yeah, I think it's handled very well. Um, th- there's a couple of things that get on my nerves. I really like the voice actor. That's the prince. It's uh, Yuri Lowenthal. Um, I, I know him from a, a few animes and um, a lot of uh, JRPGs that I was fan of. Um, the problem is, is that the music is too fucking loud, and sometimes it drowns out the fucking voice acting. I don't have that problem. I had that problem majorly. I had that problem. You did? I did not. Oh. I had that problem a big time. It could be because I have a piece of shit television. <laughs> not a new television. I, I do, but it's in the living room. I, I moved my PS3 to my office here. Oh. And I'm using like this 34-inch element piece of shit that oh. I had I had whenever I was you know, like a, in college. Well, you just found your problem. Well, yeah. I mean, that's probably true, but you know what could remedy that? Um, how about having subtitles in your game? Oh, they don't even have subtitles? There is no subtitle option in this game. Hmm. Bullshit. Hmm. What if I'm deaf? <laughs> that's a valid point, Drew. I'm, I'm just saying. You know. I, I thought they had subtitles. I thought they would have it too, but apparently not. So there, that's your setup quirk. Let me tell you my setup quirk. Okay. Um, technology has not been friendly with me lately. Uh, as you know, my PS3 recently died, and I can get that to turn on for a minute or two before it auto shuts off. Well, my laptop is not really made for video games. So, as I am playing this game, maybe 15 minutes into every game session, my whole laptop just shuts off completely. Ah, oh, Jesus. What? <laughs> every, every single time. That's That sounds like a heating issue. Yes, yeah. I think it is. So the way I've remedied this is to turn on the overhead fan, open the window all the way, and hang my laptop halfway off the edge of my table so that the part that gets hot is fully exposed to the airflow. Uh, and if I do all that, I can get it to go for 45 minutes before it shuts off. How old's your laptop? Two years. Really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow, because this isn't a very intensive game. <laughs> No, well, that brings me to the weird thing. I was like, all right, well, you know, I'm not going to get anything graphical out of this, but let me just turn all the settings all the way down to nothing. There are no graphical setting options in this game. No. Not a single one. Not even a low, medium, high option. It's already on low. The game isn't... There's, There's something I really hate about the way the prince looks. I've always been fine with the prince. 
But in this one, he has bulldog teeth. Has, <laughs> well, has anybody noticed that? I, I, I haven't, but I'm sure I will now that you said it. Every time he talks, he has like these protruding incisors that kind of come up in the back of his mouth. <laughs> and it looks like he's like a bulldog, just like that when he talks. Interesting. It's fucking weird, and I see it, and I don't like it. Look for it, no. Yeah. 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 Um, I, I will say this. The cutscenes look amazing. Uh, like, in the beginning, where they had the cutscene, the CGI, looks good. Looks great. And then when you have the end game, you know, after you beat a part, that's f- the whole game is just fugly, besides the CGI cutscenes. Uh, it's fugly. I thought it was okay. I think that they have the animations are okay. The models may not be the best looking in the world, but like when Malik and the prince are talking, it looks like two brothers kind of joshing with each other. They have decent kind of mannerisms, I guess. Meh. Meh. You're just a little bitch. Yeah, well, that's very true. <laughs> established that many, many years ago. So well, I'm just uh, expecting a little more, you know, variety of the way the worlds look. And it's not really a world, like we said. It's just one fucking place. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't I know. know. Maybe it's because I got to get back to the mentality that we're playing. How old is this game now? Uh, 2010. Not that, not that old. Three years, dude. Oh, it's only three years? Well, about four. Oh. Well. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I have a feeling this game was slightly rushed. Well, to coincide with the movie, to coincide with the movie, even though it has absolutely nothing to do with the movie, it, it didn't really have anything to do. It just wanted to fill in a gap between the first two. This is true, but I'm telling you, they were pressured to get that out for the movie. Well, I, and then again, why? I mean, it has nothing to do. I guess it's marketing. It's marketing. No, yeah. They don't give a shit. People, we need the awareness, brand yeah. awareness. Yeah, people who own a PlayStation 3 or 360 who enjoy Jake Gyllenhaal movies, they don't give a shit. They think, oh, it's just like that movie we went and saw with the kids, honey. Let's who go. enjoys Jake Gyllenhaal movies? He's been in a few good ones. Oh, I know. I'm, I'm <laughs> being an ass. I believe I, he won an Academy Award at one time. Well, he. now we're getting off track, but I, I will tell you what. I enjoyed Source Code. Okay. And I just... The one he was in with Hugh Jackman and Terrence Howard, Prisoners. Prisoners. I haven't seen that one. It was as good as about where a little girl, Hugh Jackman's little girl, gets abducted and stuff. It, it, it was pretty good in that, so I enjoyed that. Okay. So, sorry, off track, but okay. I was just being an ass. Sorry. Have you seen Donnie Darko? No, I, I have heard nothing but good things, and I actually bought it. Haven't watched it, so I think I'm going to watch that over Christmas break when I'm off work. I have a very big feeling you are going to hate that movie with a passion. Yeah, that's, and, my, that's and, my guess. Yeah, and you are going to say, what the fuck did I just watch? Well, that's not good. That's the first time I heard that. Everyone's like, oh, you haven't seen it? you got to watch it now. You're the one. Well, I think that's in a global sense. Like, it's a great movie. You should watch it. But I, I get the feeling that you personally may not love it. Yeah. Oh, joy. I really didn't. I don't know. That movie. That movie was fucking weird on multiple levels. I really didn't know what was going on, and I was like, okay, I guess I don't fucking know. (laughs) Yeah, I want – seriously, I want you – jot notes while you're watching it because I want to read them. (laughs) I don't know. I I, I do want to hear your opinion on Donnie Darko. All right. Well, I'll tell you this. I'll I'll watch it this weekend, and next time we record, I'll give you my thoughts. Fantastic. That's what we want to hear. Phoenix Down, <laughs> Prince of Persia, Forgotten Sands, Donnie Darko. What else can we talk about? We, we fucking You platform a game, you kill some enemies, what the fuck? Yeah. So, fill in some time. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Let's, let's talk about, uh, yeah, let's talk about um, airplane crashes and time travel and I don't know. Seriously, that movie's confusing as fuck. And a freaky fucking rabbit thing. Yeah, I want to find out what's about that. It is. Yeah. It seems to be the uh, running mascot for this movie. Yeah. I don't know. But anyway. Seth Prince of Persia. <laughs> <laughs> Prince of Persia, the Forgotten Sands. <sighs> Good word to use, too. Forgotten. Yeah. Forgettable. <laughs> the Forgettable Sands. Yeah. 
I don't want to be bad on this game because I actually kind of enjoy it. Uh, what I, enjoy I it like a vanilla cookie. I mean, it's it is enjoyable. It's a cookie. Official sense. <laughs> I, I like that comparison, Matt. That's a good. I like that fucking comparison. It tastes like nothing, but it's a cookie. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I'll eat it. What I would like to do. Yeah, is, I would never say no to a cookie. Yeah. Um, I would like to uh, <clears throat> maybe in future episodes to go back and play the first, you know, the, the trilogy. Right. And just to see, because, I mean, I remember liking the first one. Yeah. I liked it a lot. So I'm kind of curious as to it, will that hold up now that it's years later, if I still enjoy it as much, or is it just more tedious like this one is? You know, I don't know. That's <clears> the that's the one I'm the most fuzzy with because it's been such a long time, which they do have that HD collection of all three. Yeah, I, I got them. Oh, you got the HD collection? And the original PS2 one and the PC version. Oh, my God. <laughs> you have a problem, Matt. We need to sit down and have an intervention. <laughs> yeah. Stop buying games. <laughs> what? Stop buying games? We will never offend, accomplish what the Phoenix Down was meant. <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's not shrinking. No. But anyway... But yeah, Prince of Persia, Forgotten Sands. It's by the books. I don't hate it. I don't think it's bad, but it's standard as of right now. Now I may change my mind. You know, right? You still have another half of the game to go. Yeah, so we'll find out. But uh, yeah, we never did mention that big fucking demon that we finally fucking saw him. Oh yeah, we finally saw the big demon. He started summoning other small demons. <laughs> Which at first they were introduced, uh, one was introduced as a boss character, and then they get thrown as regular characters in the game. That's typical video game. Right. And it's just a hell of a lot easier now, because yeah. uh, encountered them, there was two. Two? Two. Yeah. And you were in this room with uh, fucking four pillars. Yeah. I would just hide behind them, and they would run and get dazed, and I was like, okay, well, this is easy. And they would take out all the little fucking sand skeletons, too. Yeah. Like, uh, that was hey, my favorite. Well, see, I, uh, I, when they had the two, they kind of tried to sandwich me in between each other, like ran at each other, and I timed it just right to where I jumped and they ran into each other <laughs> and headbutted each other. I'm like, fuck yeah. See, that's what I was trying to do is trying to get the two to kill each other. Right. I accomplished one of them dying like that, but eh, yeah, it just wasn't a problem after that. So, I mean, even when the boss fight, when he was a boss, it wasn't hard. You just fucking dodge out of the way and then hack him. You know, rather, whatever, repeat that shit. So, yeah. Whatever. It's just a lot of tediousness and a lot of repeating what you've done. Yeah. <laughs> I did get some Uplay points out of it. Yeah, I don't even remember what Uplay is. I don't care. You unlock new sh- free shit in their Ubisoft games from accomplishing things in other Ubisoft games. Okay, so it's kind of like challenges? Yeah, it's like challenges. The, yeah, except it's that annoying thing I have to log into that takes a minute before I actually get to log into the game. Yeah, welcome to my Far Cry 3 fucking experience. <laughs> I played the entirety of Far Cry 3 using fucking Uplay oh. on the PC. I fucking yeah. hated that. It's real annoying. Yeah. So, but yeah. There's uh, Prince of Persia, The Forgotten Sands. We will be back I don't know when we're going to be back next, though. Will we be back next week? Well, I was going to ask, because I know it's where Christmas is next week. Uh, I don't do shit for it, and I won't do shit for it, so I will be playing through. I'll finish this game next week. Matt, what about you? You going home for Christmas? Nope. Uh, I'm going to move, but I should have plenty of time to play and record. Fantastic. So I guess we can do Thursday, then. Sweet. All right. So, bah humbug. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Seriously, fuck Christmas. We're going to be a bunch of Scrooges and sit around and play Prince of Persia and watch oh, yeah. and watch Donnie Darko. Fuck yeah. That's, <laughs> that's how you do Christmas, bitches. I think I might watch Donnie Darko too now. Oh, God. We should all watch it and then fucking talk about that. You know what? If if we, if we we're serious about this, I will watch Donnie Darko this weekend. Yeah. Uh, it's I'm on gonna... Netflix. I know it is. Yeah, it's oh, on Netflix. nice. Even better. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely watch it this weekend. Okay, we'll do that. We'll have a short discussion on Donnie Darko next week to go along with The Forgotten Sands. 
Honestly, it'll probably be a longer discussion than the actual games. <laughs> I'm sure it will. <laughs> but um, but anyway, yeah, that's it for us. I do appreciate everybody listening. Um, if you would, please do leave us an iTunes review. We'd greatly appreciate it if you would. Uh, it helps get our name out there and has other people listen to us. And I know that there's a lot of people out there who like to listen to us because I hear you guys on Twitter all the time. Speaking of Twitter... We are all on Twitter. I am at DML Fury. Matt is at REMGS. And Justin is at Killer Wolverine. We also have a Phoenix Down Twitter account as well. It is at ZTGD Phoenix Down. You can tweet to us there. You can ask us questions, suggest games to us. You can also send me an email, Drew at ZTGD.com. Uh, you can send us lengthy emails there asking us questions. What did you like about Prince of Persia? Tell me your favorite Prince of Persia uh, theories and experiences. What do you think of Donnie Darko? <laughs> <laughs> um, and let us know about Donnie Darko. Um, and uh, we, wow, how did we went? Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, man, <laughs> motherfucker. But <laughs> I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch October Sky. Uh, have fun with that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but uh, yeah, if you guys would please leave us an iTunes review, we greatly appreciate it. We will listen. We will listen to it. We will read it out on the show. Uh, any emails as well. But yeah, I do appreciate everybody listening. We will be back next week. But until then, I am Drew. And I'm Matt. I'm Justin. And we're out of here. Hope you guys have a very merry Christmas. And if you don't celebrate Christmas, have a wonderful Wednesday. And we'll catch you guys next week. 